0: Block Talk Radio. Building the
1: nation with the word of the Lord.
0: Teaching the
1: people the love of God. Kingdom. Kingdom. Kingdom.
0: Empowerment. Well, blessings and greetings to you all of my brothers and sisters in the Lord. This is Elder Colette James welcoming you to prayer praise and the word of god what an awesome awesome opportunity it is once more and again for us to meet and come together in the airwaves to share the word of god to praise him to worship him to lift each other up For so that's what god has called us to do to be that strength for one another i thank and praise god for just another opportunity to connect with you i thank and praise him for another day of life Another Day of the Living, we so often just take our lives for granted and we forget that, you know, there are many that even woke up this morning and aren't still in the land of the living right this moment. So it's important for us to give him the praise and to worship and adore him and to let him know that we appreciate life. Just life itself, it's an awesome thing. It is an awesome, awesome thing. It is going to be a wonderful thing to rejoice and to celebrate with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords face-to-face when we get to heaven. But until that time, we have a mandate that has been placed upon our lives through creation. When God created us, he placed a mandate not only upon us but within us. And as long as there is yet breath in our bodies, that mandate is alive and well. So we thank and praise God for an opportunity to carry out the mandate for which we were created. Amen, amen, amen. Well, I pray that you guys have had an awesome week. I have Wow, had so many different emotional roller coasters that I've gone through this past week. And I I tend to believe that the things that I'm going through, I don't go through alone. I know that I am not an island unto myself. I am unique in who God created me to be, but the trials and tribulations of life are not unique to me and i'm sure that we all go through we we all struggle we all suffer loss we all um suffer disappointment we all have times of great exuberance and, and abundance and joy and and, and sometimes those mountain top experiences set us up just a little bit for what we have to walk through down in the valley. But I thank and praise God that he is on the mountaintop as well as down in the valley. So he's, he's an awesome God. And uh, in keeping that in mind, I just kind of want to, excuse me, go into our time of prayer and adoration unto God. Listen you up. I'm just, you know, I I thank and praise God for his peace that surpasses all understanding in my life, that no matter what I encounter, it may shake me briefly, um, on the onset of it, but it never holds me down so I pray that you would experience his peace today and his joy, which is your strength um, i just I just feel in my heart and in my spirit that those of you that are connected today we just need to to do some worship to release to release the pressures of life to release the the bounds, the bands that would bind us up, that the enemy would try to keep us harnessed with so that we can't pray. So let's just stand up right now and just kind of shake it off. You know, whatever this week has held for you, whatever this day has held for you, let's just get up. We're going to shake it off. We're going to decree and declare that God yet lives. He is yet in charge. Hallelujah. He is yet our victor. And no matter what it is that has befallen us, what it is that lies ahead of us hallelujah we have the victory so sometimes you know you just kind of got to shake it off you got to get up and and just stretch and move and understand that you know what i am not bound i am not limited god is not bound and god is not limited so therefore hallelujah let's give him some praise father god we worship you we worship, we worship, we worship you. We thank you for liberty today, Father God. We thank you for the the freedom to be able to shout, to shout out our praises unto you. Father God, we lift up our brothers and sisters that are in third world countries, that are in Muslim countries and in places of oppression where they can't stand in their homes. They can't Stand in their churches and shout at the top of their lungs if they desired your praise, because it would cause death unto them. We lift them up right now, oh God. We pray your strength upon them. We pray your protection around them. Father God, I'm in contact with people in Pakistan and people in India, oh Lord God, people even in Israel that is under attack, Father. That if they openly, openly praise you, if they openly acknowledge you as their Lord, Father God, their very lives ha, can be taken from them. I lift them up tonight. I lift them up, Lord God. I pray your strength upon them. I pray your head, your protection round about them. I pray, Lord God, that you would give them, hallelujah, strategies, oh God, as they as they go forth to proclaim your name, that you would... Strategize their goings, Father God, hallelujah, that they would go in peace, O oh God. They have literally, literally, Lord God, picked up the cross and decided, Lord, that should it even cost them their lives, they will go forth in you. So, Father, we, Lord God, here in America are very spoiled, O oh God. And we don't even want, Lord God, to lift you up on our jobs because we're scared of losing our jobs. We don't want to lift you up, oh, Lord God, in the streets because we're scared we'd be labeled a Jesus freak. We don't want to speak of your goodness in public, oh, God, because we're afraid we may offend somebody. But, God, there are those out there that have literally, literally put their lives on the line in order to give you praise. Tonight, Father God, we worship you. We worship you for our liberty. We worship you for our freedom. And we worship you for our brothers and sisters, oh God, that are not afraid, hallelujah, to pave the way that others may come to know you. Ah, Father God, you are worthy of the praise. You are worthy of the glory in our loving you, oh Lord God. It is, it is, Lord God, a privilege and an honor to worship. It is a privilege and an honor, oh, Lord God, to give you praise. It is a privilege and an honor, oh, Lord God, to recognize you in our lives. Mm. It is a privilege and an honor, Father God. So we do it freely. We do it from our hearts. We do it from our spirits and we do it in a spirit of thanksgiving. Thank you, thank you Lord. Thank you for the ability, oh God, to open up our mouths. There are those, Father God, that have no vocal cords. There are those that literally their tongues have been cut out because they did name your name. So we shout out for them, oh Lord God. We praise you for them, Father God. And we praise you for your grace and your mercy, your goodness that you've shown unto us, Father. Let us, Lord God, never, ever weary in do, well-doing, Father God. Let us, hallelujah, be ah, ever so mindful of you, Lord God, and of the, the creation that you have made in and through us, oh God. We are your creation we are your creation and we were created to bring you glory we were created to give you praise we were created to worship you oh god worship is not what we do worship is who we are and we give of ourselves to you in worship thank you lord Mm, Thank you, Father. Thank you that we have the ability and the privilege to arise, oh God, to shine, Father God, to your glory. We have the privilege, oh Lord God, to open our mouths, to open our mouths as a witness and a testimony to how good you are. We have the privilege, oh Lord God, to get prostrate before you, lifting up our brothers and sisters, oh Lord God, that are yet to know you, lifting up our loved ones, oh Lord God, that are still walking with blinders on. You've given us a privilege, Lord God, and a right to bring them before you, Father, and we're grateful. We're grateful. We don't take it lightly, oh God. We don't shuck our responsibility for standing in the gap of others, Father God. For so We know you already have us. We've already decreed and declared you as Lord of our lives. We've already submitted and surrendered ourselves to you, so we don't have to just stay focused and mindful of our issues and our problems, oh God. We can freely yield ourselves unto you, Father God, in prayer and supplication for others. Ah, thank you, Father. Thank you, oh, God. Thank you that you've called us to the ministry of reconciliation. You've called us to the ministry of intercession. You've called us, oh, Lord God, to be strength for those that are weak. You've called us, oh, God, to be a blessing unto those that have not. That is the mandates that you have put on our lives. And, Father God, we decree and declare this night, Father, that we will walk in them. We will fulfill them, Lord. You have blessed us to be a blessing. Hallelujah. You told us, O oh God, that you would open up the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing too numerous to contain. We're always looking at that scripture, Lord, and wanting you to pour a blessing into our lives too numerous to contain. But, Father, I decree and declare you're pouring us out. You're pouring us out of the blessing unto others. It is far, far better to give than to receive. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. And to know, Father, that, hallelujah, you have quipped us, O God, with a spirit of giving. You have equipped us, O oh God, with a spirit of help. You have equipped us. You have equipped us. When you placed your spirit within us, O oh God, you gave us the ability to go forth in your name. You gave us the ability to speak as your ambassadors. You gave us the ability to be your, your hands and your heart extended unto others. That ability is within us because you dwell within us. You're a God of love. You are love. And you have created us to shed forth your love, to start within our homes, oh God, to love those around us, even in our homes. Sometimes it's easier to go out on the street and love a stranger than it is to love those in our very home. But God, in the name of Jesus, we decree and declare on this night that we will start in our own homes, loving those that may seem to be unlovable loving those that, that infuriate us, loving those that don't love us back. We will start in our own homes on this night, showing forth your love, oh God. And then we will go into our neighborhoods, Father. We will find a way to be a blessing in our neighborhoods. We will, Find a way to be a witness of your grace and your mercy. In our neighborhoods, we will lift them up, oh God. We will not be selfishly contained within our own homes and look at the neighborhood falling apart and just shaking our heads. But, Father, we decree and declare this night that we will lay prostrate on our faith for own neighborhoods, oh God. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. We hear the call. We hear the call. We hear the call, oh God, to be a blessing where we yet live. We're going to bless abroad, oh God, but we need to begin at home. Charity starts at home, within our house, within our neighborhood, within our cities, within our states, within our country. Hallelujah. Give us the foresight, oh God, to do that that you created us to do. Yes, one man can make a difference, as you've proven throughout history. Yes, we can make a difference, and if one can make a difference, if we combine together as one within your body, then the Harokoshunda, the difference will be unmeasurable. So, Father, give us strategies. Give us strategies how to go forth, Lord God and shine your light in this dark, hurting, and perverted world. Because they need to see you, oh God. They need to experience your love in action. It's more than just saying Jesus loves you. They need to see that love in action, and you show forth that love through us. So we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, oh God. Help us to be even more mindful, Lord, on our job. In our churches, to love those that walk in the door, not to sit in judgment, oh, Lord God, not to point fingers, not to whisper behind their backs, O Lord, but to be a blessing, to show forth your love. Let your love, let your love, let your love flow freely through us. Hallelujah. We give you praise for it, O oh God. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise for it, O oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, Lord, as we pour our lives and ourselves and our hearts onto others, we pray, O oh God, that you would have others doing the same for our loved ones, those that are away from us, O oh God, those that we can't care for, Lord. But you said in your word that you would not be mocked, that, that we sow, we would also reap. So as we sow in the vineyard, oh God, as we sow into souls, as we sow into the lives of people, Lord, we pray that you have one or two or a few that would sow into the lives of our loved ones as well, that would be that witness. Sometimes, oh God, and you know this to be true, Lord, that. We can't reach those the closest to us. They shut a deaf ear to us. They don't want to hear from us. But, Father, we also recognize and understand you can take an angel, pluck them out of the heavens, and place them right in their path to be a witness. You can use others, oh, Lord, God, to be a witness. No matter where they are, they can walk in a grocery store and there's a witness right there. They can be in the penitentiary and there's a witness right there. They can be laying in the hospital bed and there is a witness right there. So we're calling forth witnesses right now, oh God. As you use us to be a witness to your glory, we pray, Lord God, that you have witnesses that you will use in the lives of our loved ones as well. Thank you, Father. Thank you that what we pour out and what we sow out, what we sow comes back to us in a plentiful harvest, oh God. And that harvest is not about finances, oh God. It's a harvest of souls, souls within our generations, oh Lord God. We may not live to see the generations born, but we're believing for their souls even now, oh God. We're believing, Lord. Lord for our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren and our great-great-grandchildren, should you tarry. We're believing for their souls to be saved. We're believing, oh, Lord God, for a life of pleasing unto you. We're believing. And so we pour out ourselves as a living sacrifice, just as Christ did for us. He poured himself out that we would be saved, that we would know you, that we would have fellowship with you. So likewise, oh God, as we pour ourselves out to others, we do so for our generations, oh God, that we leave a legacy of your love behind. We leave a legacy of your faithfulness behind. We leave a legacy of your goodness, your grace, and your mercy behind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah that as they talk about great-great-granddaddy or great-great-grandmother, hallelujah, they know that that it, it has been spoken and it has been passed down from generation to generation that he was a man of God. She was a woman of God. She was a woman of prayer. He was a man of valor. He stood firm in the things of God. That's the legacy we're concerned with, oh, God. For you told us we don't have to give thought for houses and lands, food and clothing. All of that is wonderful. It's great. Thank you, Lord God, for the blessing for it. But our legacy, our true legacy is what we leave behind and what we've done for you. What we leave behind and what we've done to your glory. What we leave behind and how we've impacted the lives of others. That is our legacy, oh God. And we need you, hallelujah, to breathe in us and through us, oh God. Your Ruha, your spirit. So that that legacy is found so that they can see your hand at work in and through our lives when they look back upon our life, when they ponder where they came from, when they ponder their ancestral roots. See, we know, oh God, that ancestry is important to you, for you've listed it all through the pages of your word. We understand that. So we are taking the stand this night, oh God, to say that we will leave a legacy to your glory. We will leave a legacy of your grace and your mercy. We will leave a legacy of your faithfulness. We thank you for it, oh God. Hallelujah. We thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you for bringing that hallelujah to our minds and to our hearts and to our spirits on tonight the importance of the legacy we leave behind, the importance, Lord God, of hallelujah, how we allow you to pour us out, that our generations will be blessed. We give you praise for it. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the the insight and the, the desire to be who you created us to be, to do what you've created us to do. We thank you for it. Uh, What a great, great God you are. What a great, 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 great God you are. Hallelujah. We're, We're so thankful, oh God. We're so thankful to be called your children. We're so thankful to be your servants. We're so thankful for the opportunity to yield ourselves to you, oh God. We give you praise on this night, for truly you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so very, very much for loving us the way that you do. Thank you for your long-suffering with us, O God, when we fall short of your glory. Thank you, Lord, that you yet still never take your hand of mercy off of us. Your grace is ever before us. Thank you, O God, that you love us back into the fold, that you love us, hallelujah, back into our right place. Thank you for that. And as you do it for us, O God, we have no doubt that you're doing it for our loved ones as well. Ah, we love you. We love you. We love you, Lord. Now, Father, I lift up those under the sound of my voice. Uh, I pray your peace upon them. I pray your grace upon them. I pray your leading, guiding, and direction upon them. Your word says that you are the wonderful counselor. Lord, give counsel unto them. They have decisions that are before them that will take them, Lord God, even further into your glory or will cause them to go astray. Father, speak to them clearly so that they will make the right decision. Lead them. You said that the footsteps of the righteous are ordered by you. Lead them. Light their pathway with your word, O God, so that they do not go astray, that they do not turn to the left or to the right, but that their eyes and their minds and their hearts and their spirits will stay ever embedded in you. Lord, I lift up the Edwards family and those others that are going through bereavement right now, that they're grieving their losses, oh, God. And I pray your strength upon them. Be their strength, oh, God. Not just that they would look to you for strength, but that you would be their strength, oh, God. Be their comfort, oh, God. When they question why, oh, Lord, God, be their answer. Hallelujah. Sometimes we lose our loved ones so suddenly, and we don't understand, and we begin to question you. I decree and declare that you are the answer. You are the answer. Everything is found in you. Our solace is found in you. Our comfort is found in you. Our sustaining and our keeping power is all found in you. And sometimes we get the answers we seek, and sometimes we don't, but yet still we will press even the more into you. Because you, Hallelujah, are our only recourse, you are our only source. You are all that we have. And so we thank you tonight to those, oh God, that may have lost their job may have lost their source of income, and they're concerned and they're worried and they don't know how they're going to make ends meet. Lord God, you are not only our source but our resource. We come back to you continually. You are the source of our provision, but you're also our resource. We can come to you and get guidance and direction, oh God. We can lean on you and trust you to make a way out of nowhere. Uh, I pray peace for their minds right now. I pray peace for their hearts. I pray that they will come to know you as their source. I pray that their faith in you will not waver, but that it will grow during this time, that they will understand, hallelujah, what you mean when you say be still and know that I am God, that they will walk through that time growing and drawing closer and closer to you, giving up the anxiousness, giving up the worry and the strife for peace, for all understanding, for your peace, for your faith, for your trust, that they will know you, O oh God, that they will know you. Father, I thank you, Lord, for those that are listening and they're sick in their bodies right now. I thank you because I'm, I know you to be the healer. I know you to be the keeper and the sustainer. So I decree healing. I decree your manifested glory in their lives. You said that you were traveling to and fro, looking for one that you might show yourself mighty to. So I decree in their situation right now, Father God, in that illness within their bodies, I decree you stepping in the midst, showing yourself mighty in their lives, healing, wholeness, in Jesus' name. I give you praise for it, oh God. I give you praise. I give you praise, Lord God. It's not, it is not It is not about a, a name it and claim it mentality. It's not even about the law of attraction. It's about knowing you to be God, straight up. Knowing you to be God, knowing you to be a God of your word, knowing you to be Haraboshanda, a keeper, knowing that you will never lie, you will never cheat us, and you will never forsake us. So we hold on to your words to be truth. We hold on to your spirit to be truth. Hallelujah. Ah, We thank you tonight. We thank you tonight. We thank you tonight. We thank you tonight. You will prevail in our lives. You will prevail in our lives, and we give you praise for it. Thank you, God. Thank you, O oh Lord. Thank you when that we're in that, that quandary, that place of not understanding, that place of confusion, that we can lean on you and decree and declare that we have the same mind in us that is in Christ Jesus, and so we're not walking in confusion because, God, you said that you are not the author of confusion. So we decree tonight clarity, no confusion. We curse the spirit of fear because you're not a God of fear. You have not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of a sound mind, sound mind, oh God, so that we're not tossed to and fro. Hallelujah. We're not confused. We're not walking in fear. But with soundness of mind, we're decreeing and declaring you, Lord, over the situation. You, Lord, over our lives. You, Lord, over our hearts, your spirit dwelling within us. We decree it to be so. And we can do that because you've given us the ability and the power to do that. You've told us in your word that life and death, the power of life and death is in our tongue. So we can speak it forth, Lord God. We can speak forth everything that we know to be your will to be. And your word has decreed the things that I have spoken on tonight so I can stand boldly and decree it to be so. Hallelujah. I give you praise for it, O oh God. I worship you tonight. Thank you for being our Lord. Thank you for being our Master. Thank you for being our God. Thank you for being our Father. In the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Christ, I decree it is so. Amen. And thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ah, we give God the praise. We give God the praise. We give God the Praise, Hallelujah. Ah, rosella la la boche. Ah, above all else, oh God. Above all else, we worship you. Above all else, we trust you. Above all else, we know you to be true, oh God. Go with me. Let's just keep. continue in a spirit of worship. Continue in a spirit of adoration. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: Ah, rosella la la la, la Glory God, glory God, glory God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, my passionate... You're what your goodness
0: Yes, Lord, above all else, above all else, above all else, Lord. Hallelujah. We desire you above all else, O oh God. It is not what you hold in your hand, Father, that we desire. It is what you hold in your heart, oh God. Huh? Your love, your love, your presence, oh God. Ah, we love you, 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 Lord. Mm, above all else, above all else. And, Father, as you give us yourself above all else, let us give you ourselves. We humbly, we humbly surrender ourselves to you. ah, mm. uh, We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. What an awesome God we serve. And the the closer we become to God, the more intimate we get to know God, the more we appreciate him, the more we love him, the more we recognize his grace and his mercy upon our lives. See, we did not create ourselves. He created us, and he created us in his image and in his likeness to show forth his glory. What an awesome thing. I, I, you know... In this walk, in this time, in this journey with God, every day I think I begin to appreciate his love even more. Every time I look in the mirror and see where I have fallen short and and recognize when I have not done all that I could do in a situation. I have not shown forth all the love that I should have in a situation when I've not handled myself properly in a situation. But yet and still, he loves me. Yet and still, his grace and his mercy is ever before me and with me. It causes my heart to draw closer to him even the more. It causes a yearning with inside myself to want to get it together. It causes me to want to strive even the more to be who and what he created me to be. I understand his word that says, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. When we begin to focus in on the love of God, his grace and his mercy, and how dare us <laughs> not show forth that grace and mercy to others who have done much less than what we've done. It, it, it goes back to the, the principle that Jesus spoke of, of the king, and the two subjects. The one subject who went before the king, who had a great debt, which the king forgave, gave him of his whole debt, and it was huge. And then he went out in the street and found a servant who owed him little. Instead of forgiving him of his debt, he had him thrown into Deirdre's prison. He was harsh with him. He did not show forth the same kindness, the same love, the same forgiveness that the king had showed him. And because of that, it enraged the king, and the king called him back into his presence and was harsh, much harsher with him than he could have ever imagined. He lost it all because he was not willing to show forth the same grace and mercy and love to another that the king showed forth to him. And don't we do that every day? We find ourselves in that same position. When we think of the grace and the mercy and the love that God has shown forth in us, yet we want to not speak to another. We want to have an attitude with another. We want to decree and declare cursings out of our mouth toward that other. Not blessings, not forgiveness, not love. Ah, uh, we need to check ourselves, family. We need to check ourselves. We definitely need to exercise our heart muscle more, exercise our muscle of compassion more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm talking to me. <laughs> As well as talking to you, I'm talking to me first, you know, and normally it's those that are closest to us, and it's just like our patients are so thin, you know. Maybe it's somebody that you have gone through trials and tribulations, especially your spouse, you know. Our spouses normally receive the brunt of what we're feeling, and they're the closest one to us. And sometimes we have gone through so much with those spouses that we wear that emotion on our sleeves. We, we often say how we are forgiven, but yet and still, in our minds, we rehearse the past. In our minds, we rehearse the evils that the enemy would speak to us about our spouse. In our minds, our battlefield rages. Or maybe it's your children. How can you hold a grudge against a child <laughs> like that one? That one, I'm going really seriously. But we see it every day. How do you hold a grudge against a child? They're a child. They're children. They do what children do. Some do more than others. They're children. Likewise, children in the body of Christ, the babies that come into the body. And they're still babies, so they're not getting it right. And we, the mature saints, want to hold a grudge and want to look down on or pass judgment on the babies. How do we do that? How do we forget that we were once there? We weren't born saved. We weren't born perfect. We still aren't. Yeah, we, we, we've got we to flex our heart muscle a little bit more a whole lot more. <laughs> God just spoke that to me. It was like I said a little bit more and instantly it was like a whole lot more. Oh, we need to flex that heart muscle a whole lot more. A whole lot more. Yes. Because we want to, we want to shine forth his glory. The the, the scripture that God laid in my heart to discuss tonight is Exodus 33. Um, and And it was, the heart cry of Moses that wherever he was going, that God would go with him, and he was not going to go without him. God had originally early in the, the chapter said he was going to send his angel, Exodus 33 in the second verse. It says, yeah. I will send an angel before thee, and I will drive out the Canaanites and the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and, and, and the Jebusites. And to a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in the midst of thee, for thou art a stiff-necked people, lest I consume thee in the way. See, God was at a place right then where he was over the children of Israel. He was over there murmuring. He was over there complaining. He was over there rebellion. He was over there straight out denouncing him. I mean, how else can you, can you explain the, the golden calf? They just, you know, oh, no, we need something tangible. We do that same thing to God. And God gets to that place of, mm, you know what, I've had enough of you. I've had enough of you. Now, one one thing I when I read that 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 really blessed my soul was his compassion in the midst of that. Even though he was angry and he didn't want to walk in the midst of them because he said he would consume them, he still he still was loving them just like he did Adam and Eve. Even though that Adam and Eve had sinned and had been disobedient, he still covered them. He still gave clothing unto them. He covered them. And even here with the children of Israel, I will send an angel. The angel is going to go before you. The angel is going to destroy your enemies. I'm mad at you. I got an issue with you right now. But I won't leave you out there naked. I won't leave you uncovered. I won't leave you unprotected. That's the kind of God that we serve. That's the love of God. Even in the midst of his anger with his people, he's still covering. He's still watchful. He's still mindful. And even more important than that, he's still here. He's not closed his ear just because of your disobedience, just because you are a stiff-necked people, because you're stubborn, because you've chosen to walk contrary to what he has called you to. He has not cast you aside. He is still loving you in the midst of it all. He's not left you nor forsaken you. And guess what? He never leaves us without an intermediator. See, the word of God said that Jesus is right now seated at the right hand of God, forever making intercession on our behalf. We're never without an intermediator. Moses was the intermediator for the children of Israel. Moses, even in the midst of what God was saying to him, knew. He knew that God had every right to be angry. He knew that God was right in what he was saying, but he was still that one that said, oh, no, 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 God, see, mm mm-mm. I'm not going without you. I, I understand. I understand we messed up. I understand we didn't get it right. But we're not going without you, without your presence. See, that's where we've got to get into that place of Lord, forgive me. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I missed it. But I'm not going without you. I'm I, I, no matter what. You know. Mm-mm. No, Lord. No. 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 I, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna do better, God, and mean it. You know, don't just, I'm going to do better, and then tomorrow do the exact same thing. No, 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 no. Make it up in your mind. No, I'm not going back. I'm not going to be that dog that returns to my vomit. I'm not going back to my sin. I'm not going back to my evil ways. I'm not going back to the wickedness of the world. I'm not going back. I'm going forward. I still may not get it all right, but, God, I'm going forward, and I'm going forward in you. And if you don't go, neither do I. I will sit here, right here, right now, and I'm not moving without you. This is all about you, Lord. This is all about you. Hallelujah. Not going forth without you. Won't do it. And that was Moses' stand. That was his stand. But the the story takes a turn, and it's a beautiful, beautiful story. It's a beautiful turn that it takes because of Moses' stand in God even in the midst of our rebellion even in the midst of the children of israel's rebellion god had a softness in his heart for the man of god and so we're going to pick this up now in the 13th verse we're still in exodus exodus 33 we're picking it up in the 13th verse and it says now therefore i pray thee this is moses speaking unto god now therefore i pray thee if i have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. If I have found favor and grace in thy sight, I pray thee. It's now, it, 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 Moses is going, you know what, Father? I know they messed up.
1: And I know I'm not
0: always gotten it right either. But yet and still, I have strived to be that that you called me to be. I have went forth when you told me to go forth, even against all odds. I have seen your hand upon my life and upon the life of these children. I am your humble servant to speak to me face to face. You know my name. You called my name out from a burning bush. And I I think each one of us have had our own burning bush experience where we know that we know that we know that the voice of God called out to us by name and called us into himself. And Moses was that intermediator who said, No, if I have found favor in thy sight, show me now thy way." That should be our prayer before God. God, show me. Show me your way. Show me your desire. Show me how you would have me to do this. Show me which way to go. Even in our prayer time tonight, God, it placed on my heart. Somebody has a decision to make. You need the hand of God on that decision. It can be a life or death situation. You need the hand of God on that situation. You need to consult him. This is not the time to say, okay, this is the way I want it to go, Lord, here it is. Do it this way, and I'm just going to move on in that direction. Mm -mm. No, this is the hour, this is the season to say, oh, God, show me thy way. Show me how you would have me to handle it. You be my guidance. You be my counselor. You speak through me. You lead, God, and direct me. Show me thy way. Hallelujah. I want to read that verse again um, in the Amplified. It says, now, therefore, I pray you, if I have found favor in your sight, show me now your way. I may know you. And this is how it breaks down the knowing God. I love this. Progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with you, perceiving and recognizing and understanding more strongly and clearly. Now, that's, that's a prayer right there. I want to know you, oh God. Show me your way that I may know you. And how do I want to know you, God? I want to know you more progressively to become more deeply and intimately acquainted with you, perceiving and recognizing and understanding more strongly and clearly, and that I may find favor in your sight. And, Lord, do consider that this nation is your people. Moses just didn't stop with himself. Yes, he wanted to know God even more deeply and more intimately. He wanted God to show him his way, but he didn't stop with himself. And, Lord, do consider that this nation is your people. You know, see, the word of God is written as our example. We need to go into it and pull out these nuggets so we understand. We get a better revelation of what we're called to do. We get a better revelation of how we please God. And the next verse says, and the Lord said, my presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. Now, that's pivotal right there, that when the presence of God is with you, he gives you rest. Why is that? Because you know that in his presence you can relax. In his presence there is liberty. In his presence there is strength. In his presence there is joy. In his presence there is rest. You're not rocking your brain. You're not sitting up worrying. You're not stressing Things may not always be as you would desire them to be. Things may not always line up according to your preconceived notion of how it should go. But if you are in the presence of the true and living God, there is rest for your weary mind, rest for your weary heart, rest for your weary soul in his presence. You can rest. Why? Because he's covered you. He's protected you. He's loved you. He's got you. So you can rest. You can rest assured that he will never leave you nor forsake you. You can rest assured that though you don't know what the day may hold, you know he holds the day. So I can wake up in the morning, no matter how little or how much I have, and say, Lord, I praise you. Lord, I worship you. Lord, I trust you. What I don't have, you will provide. What I need, you will give. And all is well. So last night I lay down and I slept because I didn't have to set up. Worrying, I didn't have to set up with eating the bread of sorrow, I didn't have to do that. I could rest because you never sleep, you never slumber, you're always at bay. you're always at work within me and through me and for me, huh, yeah, yeah, great God, great, great God, great, great God, hallelujah. Mm. The 17th verse says, and the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that you have spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. Uh, That's awesome right there. That's awesome. Moses said, I'm not going if you don't go with me. And not only do I want you to go with me, but I want to know you more deeply. I want to know you more intimately. I want to know your ways. I want to become greater acquainted with who you are. I've given you the the adoration as being God, as being Yahweh, as being my Lord and my master. But I want to know what all of that means. I want it to be more than I'm just saying something because it sounds good or I'm repeating what I heard the preacher say. No, I want to know you for myself. I want to know that when I say that you are a source, that you have been my source. I want to know that when I say you are a healer, that you have been my healer. I want to know that it's sweet and as, how, as much as I love your word, your written word, I want to know that you have written that word on the tables of my heart As I am a living, breathing, walking epistle to your glory because everything that the word has said about you, you've proven yourself to be so in my life. Yeah, I want to know you. I want to know you more deeply more progressively, more intimately. I want to proceed and recognize and understand you more strongly and more clearly. That is my heart's desire. That is what I long after. That is my desire more than my necessary breath. I want to be your word. I want to be your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the place that we desire to get to in God, that deep, intimate fellowship, that it's not just a surface thing. It's not just I'm repeating what sounds good. I'm repeating what I heard. But I want to know for myself who you are. And I've said this many times, and those of you that um, walk with me, know that as much as I love his word, his word does not compare in what he's done for me personally. As much as I love his word, and I love the word of God. But it does not hold a candle in my life to what he has done for me personally. You see, if they took every Bible that ever existed and burned it, I still have my testimony that God has stepped in the midst of my situations not situation, but situations with an S. He has stepped in the midst of my life and transformed it. He has stepped in the midst of my family and had his way. You see, I read that he was able to do that, but I'm a living, breathing testimony that he has done that. And that makes all the difference in the world. See, can't nobody ever take that from me. Nobody, 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 no situation, nothing can ever cause me to denounce God because I have experienced him for myself. Nobody can take that away. When you have experienced the Lord for yourself, nobody can take that from you. Nobody. And you can stand on that. You don't just take it to the bank. You take it to your grave and on beyond. Because the grave is just a stopping point for the body. But the spirit is going on and going to the presence of God. So we need to get into that place, the place that Moses was at, that desire to know God, intimate way. I want to read that little thing for you one more time as we close out so you get it into your spirit one more time. Exodus 33 and 13, and this is the Amplified, now therefore I pray you if I find favor in your sight. Show me now your way that I may know you. How do you want to know him? Progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with you, perceiving and recognizing and understanding more strongly and clearly that and that I may find favor in your sight. And, Lord, do consider that this nation is your people. That's something to ponder on tonight in your prayer time before the Lord. As you close out your day, I would pray that those would be your thoughts to God, to know him more deeply, more intimately, and in your knowing of him to also remember, to remember your family, to remember your neighborhood, to remember your city, to remember your country in your time of prayer before God. I thank and praise God for this time that we've had together tonight. I pray that it has been a blessing unto you. I pray that it has encouraged you on your walk with the Lord. Um, And I had mentioned something last week, and I apologize. Um, It did not happen this past Thursday night. I had mentioned to you that I was also going to start doing a broadcast on Thursday nights, and it was going to be just a time of family Bible study from 9 to 9.30 specific time. So I know those of you on the East Coast, that's a little late for you. But I'm doing it on Blog Talk for a reason so that you can always go back and you can listen to the archives of it and possibly have um, family devotion and, and Bible study with your own family that it would encourage you to do so. Um, And like I said, I had said I was going to start it this past Thursday, but through some circumstances we were unable to get it started this past Thursday, but we are, by God's grace, going to start it this Thursday night. So it will still be here on my Blog Talk channel um, every Thursday night starting at 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's West Coast time. So that's actually midnight on the East Coast. That's why I said it. Don't worry if you can't tune in live, but it will be there. You can go back and listen to the archive the next day. And it's only going to be for 30 minutes. But what God has given me to do is to start a Bible study dealing with his love. And, I, and I'm doing it for the sake of my family because I want them to get better acquainted and understand the love of God more deeply. Because when you understand and you get acquainted with his love, and you find that intimate place in him, it will cause you to want to serve him. It will cause you to turn from some of the devices the, the that the enemy has put out there in this, this critical world that we live in. But anyway, so I wanted to just kind of throw that out at you once again. This Thursday night we will start 9 to 9.30 Pacific time. Same that channel, <laughs> or where we change that, same God channel, same God number. Um, and, and I just thank and praise God for you. I pray that your week is blessed beyond measure. I pray that you experience the fullness of God in a way in which you have never experienced before. Hallelujah. And I want you to know that God can. Whatever it is that he has decreed over your life, he can. So we're going to close out with Vicki Yoey, God Can. Be blessed, and I'll be with you again next Monday night. God bless. <laughs>